This series is produced by the folks at Vic Health, Victoria's health promotion agency. Early on in the pandemic, I said, you know, the things that we're rushing to, exactly like you were saying before, are books, are video games, are our favourite albums, are our comfort reads, and we all make those. You know, people in the art sector make all of those things. Hello and a big welcome to In Good Health. I'm your host, Dr. Sandro. I'm a medical doctor, public health expert, Vic Health CEO and foodie. Well, today we have a very special episode for you. Recently, I was joined by creative and literary guru, Benjamin Moore, in an Instagram live cook-off during our Sunday Solidarity Pancakes, in an effort to show our support for frontline and essential workers. Benjamin Law is an Australian writer and broadcaster working extensively across the arts. Ben is the author of The Family Law and Geisha Adventures in the Queer East. He's also created and co-wrote three seasons of the award-winning SBS TV series, The Family Law, based on his memoir, and wrote the play, Torch the Place, for Melbourne Theatre Company. In this episode, Ben and I discuss the importance of community, how the arts and the creative sector are keeping us all connected and inspired, as well as several ways we can actively support our fellow artists. Here he is. How's it going? Hey, good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. It's a very loaded question in 2021, oh isn't God. it? Like, isn't how it? are you? And then I know. Is, it, like is it the kind of overwhelmed? Is it like the Aussie? The Aussie? How are you doing? I, I'm doing good. Which is more like just a hello, or is it like a proper how are you doing? Um, I feel like when people. I know that in Sydney, at least, well, where I'm at on Gadigal yeah. land, um, I know I know that people are just like they start spiralling a little. Which is yeah. just like I'm not going great, but I have it better than other people, and this yeah. is bad, but I'm but I'm totally fine. So it's kind of that that kind of mental tennis we're all playing within ourselves suddenly yeah. come to life out of our mouths. Um, so I I don't know. Like lately, I've been asking people if if I can sense that question is loaded i'm like what's good and what's bad at the moment because you're allowed to acknowledge both right yeah and i think for me that's so true ben and i think for me as well um it's it's also knowing that even if you're um finding it really tough and you're maybe angry or frustrated that doesn't mean that you don't support what's going on it doesn't mean that you haven't got you know the backs of of all of our frontline workers that you're not first in line getting your vaccination like you're allowed to feel frustrated. You're allowed to feel sad. Whatever it is that you feel is is okay, and that doesn't mean that you don't support everyone else and um, you know and and the important work that we need to do to keep everyone safe. Yeah, like I think especially now in 2021, especially if you're one of the one in roughly two Australians in lockdown, like all feelings yeah. are valid. It's kind of like yeah. when parents yeah. talk to their toddlers, it's kind of like what you're feeling, yeah. you're allowed to feel that. And I feel like we need to kind of just be gentle parents to ourselves as well. I think that's so true. I think that's so true. So it's awesome. Thank you so much for joining. Um, I know you've got, right. you've got loads of fans. I have to, I have to share a couple of um, fun anecdotes. So um, <laughs> we've been cooking these pancakes. I've been cooking these pancakes for about 12 months, my man, my 98 year old man. And um and it all went a bit gangbusters a couple of weeks ago. I tell you what, the reaction to you cooking on Instagram was like a hundredfold from everyone around <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, I'm basically better than Nigella is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll so, take that. So I'm there sure are a few of my true. friends who were, who, were, who were very impressed that you're going to get online <laughs> and join, join me to make uh, 
Solidarity Pag. So, so, so really, thank you so much for joining um, and, you know, showing our, our support for um, everyone in Victoria, everyone in, in New South Wales, everyone around Australia who's, um, who is, you know, working so hard at the moment to keep everyone safe, whether they're on frontline health workers, the wider, you know, wider essential workers across society. But I think also giving a shout out to your sector, your industry, um, you know, I remember really early on, it was something that you said, I think, on the drum, actually, that stuck with me. So, I'm, you know, I'm an epidemiologist. Um, I lead a public health agency. Uh, but really, in many ways, what's, what's got me through this time is, is your sector, is the arts sector, it's journalists, it's creatives, it's writers. You know, it's, um, it's the stuff that I'm binging, uh, including your own show. Um, it's, you know, the books I'm reading. It's the podcasts I'm listening to. Um, it's been so critical, so important, I think, to the solidarity of society and even to our, to our public health response because it's, it's kept people, I think, um, you know, it's given us a sense of, of hope and solidarity and within the four walls, it's allowed us to stay posit more positive. So I just wanted to start by um, giving a huge shout out to, you know, to all of our artists, our writers, our journalists, um, our creatives mm. across um, Australia have done an amazing job. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much for saying that, Sandro, because I think when we think of essential workers, obviously we think of your sector, you know, um, epidemiologists, people in medicine. Um, I think of um, a friend of mine like um, Atari, shout out to Atari, who's a health worker, um, in yeah. New South Wales and a lot of people who are working in hospitals, including um, family members of mine, wherever they are in Australia, you know, everyone's kind of on the front lines doing it tough. Uh, you see the kind of PPE scar, like literal yeah. scars that people had yeah. on the end of the day. So we obviously think of them. We have gratitude towards them. We think of um, people, you know, stocking our shelves in grocery stores and people like especially in the 12 so-called LGAs of concern here in Sydney, which is yeah. very much a divided city. You know, when people say, oh, Sydney lockdown, it's kind of like, well, which lockdown are you actually talking about, actually? Because if you go yeah. to the eastern suburbs of Sydney, it's very, very different to western Sydney um, and, and southwest Sydney. But like at the same time, I think you're also right people in the art sector are often seen as this kind of luxurious extra like arts are really great they're an added bonus right to our everyday lives but first we've got to get the essentials right and i think maybe hopefully the pandemic has reframed that for people um i know for instance you know i've been working on a tv show during lockdown but it's awesome. also meant that the the stage projects that myself and other people have been making during lockdown, you know, they'll never, they'll either never be staged or they're completely postponed. Think yeah. of all of those people involved in the Rising Festival um, in Victoria. But I also think of all those people who are about to go on stage in Sydney as well when this lockdown happened. And it's, it's devastating from a financial aspect, but from, you know, an emotional aspect. Um, yeah. And I really, I remember like early on in the pandemic, Kate Mulvaney, the actor and the writer, she said, you know, it's one of the first sectors to close down and it's one of the last to come back. You know, sports is yeah. so important in nation building and, and getting a sense of solidarity with everyone. But so are the arts as well. And I think we need to start yeah, thinking of so the true. arts in exactly the same way. We're, we're very lucky. I mean, so the, the agency I lead is a, is a health promotion agency and we, 
we're, we're actually doubling our investment in community arts this financial year because what we're seeing is um, it, it's, it's more important than ever, particularly around um, giving people a sense of social connection, um, which is so important for mental wellbeing. Uh, it's about um, reconnecting community, but even having conversations about, well, what do we want our society to look like afterwards? What does health, even, even questions like, what does health mean to us now? You know, what does good health mean? And what are the barriers that stand in, in, in your way, in my way? Because the lived experience of the pandemic and the lived experience of health is different for everyone. There is no single lived experience of all of this. And, um, you know, the, the power of the arts community, the, the full breadth and depth of that to be able to understand and empower and connect communities, but even to have the important conversations, you know, which I know you're really passionate about, um, you know, big important social conversations about recovery, about where we want to head, and today about pancakes, you know, to make yeah, it very, very light and fluffy once again. <laughs> <laughs> and I think like with what you're saying as well, like the arts are also important now, but will be important when, when we bounce back to kind of make sense yeah. of a mess, right? Totally. I think that's totally. one of the key functions of arts and more broadly arts and media, which is like when there's so much chaos going around, um, how do we take stock? How do we interpret? How do we process what's just happened? And I think a really good example for those of you on Instagram, which you are right now, um, is going to Virginia Gay, who's an amazing actor who was about to go on stage at um, Melbourne Theatre Company with her queered version of um, the Serrano story. And she performed that monologue on ABC's Q&A. And I was just reminded one of what it's like to actually sit in a theatre, you know, that it takes one person in front of a live audience doing something incredibly courageous, risky and brave and the thrill and the electricity that you can't get from television, even though so I love true. television, yeah, I'm so working true. in television, but also the way that she spoke and what she was talking about, I think resonated with everyone, especially in lockdown at the moment, but also people um, who haven't seen their family members in such a long time, haven't yeah. been able to travel anywhere, which is all of us for a really long time. So if you're looking for some emotional catharsis, yeah, awesome. if you're looking to reconnect, go to Virginia Gay's uh, Instagram or Twitter page and, and look up that monologue. It's a good, it, you'll have a good cry. There's no doubt that the art sector has been a critical part in helping us through the past 18 months, whether it's music, film or literature. In fact, the Australian Institute reported that 73% of Australians have turned to the arts to improve their mood and quality of life during the pandemic. But the impact of COVID-19 on Australia's arts and entertainment sector has been devastating and disruptive. New research from the Centre for Future Work revealed that 350,000 people were employed in the arts and culture industries prior to COVID-19. However, by April 2020, around 80,000 of these jobs had been lost, and a staggering 53% of businesses in the sector had ceased operating. So what can we do to support the arts sector? Ben's here to share his ideas. Uh, so, so Ben, before we get cooking, can I ask you, so two, I suppose the first question I want to ask is, what, what can we be doing? So, I mean, we've talked about the importance of the arts sector and um, the creative sector more broadly, um, and then the cultural sector more broadly than that, I think as well, is one that I'm really keen to give a big shout out to, being so important throughout this um, period. What, what can we be doing to support 
um, artists, creatives like yourself, but so many uh, at the moment. I mean, it's, it seems, you know, easy to say, well, buy, buy whatever or do yeah. whatever. But like, do, does that make a difference? What, what can people be doing apart from, you know, I think also um, having this front of mind when we do, you know, when we do come together and collectively make decisions about what our recovery looks like, obviously making yeah. sure the art sector is a big part of that and, and hopefully will certainly be here in Victoria. But what, what can we be doing to help? It's such, a, it's such a good question. And when I think about helping and effective, affecting change, I think sometimes it can be a little bit overwhelming. So in my yeah. mind, I always try to break it down into three things. And I think this applies to any sector in a way, which is individual, community and big kind of like macro big picture stuff right it, the awesome. big picture stuff is always intimidating but the way i think about it is this like take take the arts for instance like on an individual level you can do the stuff that you were talking about before which is i mean i especially think of anyone in the live performing industry so live music especially like i don't think people realize that to be a musician a singer songwriter in australia you barely get any money from making records. Everyone streams stuff, you get like literally a percentage of a cent for a wow. stream. No one downloads the actual music, no one buys the physical stuff. So if there is like a musician um, or an artist that you really particularly love, um, buy their work. So actually buy their record, buy mm -hmm. their t-shirt, buy their merch, buy their tea towel. Like that's a really great individual thing you can do. Awesome. When it comes to community as well, like what do we think of when it comes to the arts? It's all about community. So when the yeah. live sector comes back and eventually it will because it, will, yeah. it must, like pandemics end, it must, it will eventually happen. It doesn't seem like that at the moment, but this stuff's an inevitability. When that happens, get your community, like rally your family, your friends and Think about what arts do we want to go to? Book in advance as well. You know, yeah, we were doing that. One. Yeah. Completely. We were doing that with Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. We were doing that with Hamilton. But think beyond that as well. What festivals are coming up? What do you want to see? What are the live comedy shows that you want to see as well? Because comedy is going to be really important on the yeah. other side of this. This podcast is brought to you by the team at Vic Health, Victoria's own health promotion agency. Uh, what have you written lately that you're really excited about that, you know, people can, can go and find? I mean, your, some of your writing, I think, is sort of some of the most um, insightful contemporary um, oh, journalism and particularly your ability to, to really get into the deeper um, layers of major social issues, but in a way that's not overwhelming or kind of fatalistic or, or whatever. I, I think you really find that balance. So what, what's something that you have written recently that we can all get on and, and, and enjoy? Oh, that's so nice of you to say, Sandra. Thank you. Um, I'll, I'll recommend two things. Look, one okay. at the start of the pandemic with lockdown V1.0, I know you guys are in lockdown V72.0, but when, I, uh, did lock, when we were all coming into lockdown V1.0, I wrote a piece for The Guardian about the centrality and the importance of the arts and why we need to support, support them when we come back. So if anyone ever questions the arts in your realm or their importance, hopefully yep. that Guardian piece, if you search Benjamin Law Arts Guardian, will probably come up first. Um, 
And hopefully that's a piece you can share around to articulate to other people why the arts are so important. And in terms of like, I'll give a shout out to other things that I've read lately. Kathy Park Hong's Minor Feelings. I just did an interview with her at the Sydney Opera House online virtually. Yep. Um, what's the other thing? Oh, you know, another great thing you that Victorians especially should read. Sophie Black had a really beautiful piece in Crikey about just capturing and distilling feelings of what it's been like for this round of lockdown for Victorians, regional or otherwise. And okay. I think sometimes the good power of writing is feeling like someone sees you okay. or has articulated something that you haven't been able to articulate yourself. And I think a lot of yeah. people will see in Sophie's writing what they've been feeling for, for the last few months slash years. Yeah. Awesome. A big thank you for joining me, Ben. I know it's a really, a really busy time for you. Awesome, awesome recommendations. I want to just again acknowledge um, the importance of the creative sector in getting us all through the last uh, 18 months, and they will. We need to back them as we come out of lockdown. The art sector is is so important in 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 our health, in our mental health, and social connection, and in really digging into the the deep. Um, scars and challenges that this pandemic will likely leave us uh, for a long time. But um, thank you as well. And also a big shout out, of course, to all of our other frontline and essential workers, you know, everyone who's testing and tracing and vaccinating record numbers, um, everyone who stocks our shelves, the cleaners, the cooks, the couriers, the truckies, the, the, the paramedics, everyone. Um, you know, huge, huge thank you and a shout out from all of us and uh, wishing everyone an awesome Solidarity Pancakes. Thanks so much, Sandro. Thanks so awesome. much, Doc. And thanks for keeping everyone's spirits up through your work, especially online and beyond. Um, and, you know, go off and be a good grandson now. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Ben. Take care. Take care. See you later. Thanks for listening to the In Good Health podcast. To find out more about the work that we do, head over to our website, vichealth.vic.gov.au. Oh, and make sure you check us out on social media under at vichealth. <laughs>